Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they herald infinite benevolence or unending pain, from Green Christmas to Jane, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. At the end of the day, we're not different. It's my co-host, Evan. Building him comes at great expense. <laughs> it's my co-host, Saker. What expense would it, is it to build a human? I guess it's very expensive, it's very expensive. to build like, a like human. It's a million dollars. Isn't yeah. it the cost of it to raise a human? If is you, it really? If you, I mean, if... Like a white middle class human. It is wild to think that I will ever have made a million dollars during my life. Although I guess. Yeah, you probably will make well over millions of dollars. You'll I, probably make millions of dollars in your life. I don't know. It's going to take me like a couple years to make a tenth of that. Right? Two, it's, let's say, let's say you Are you talking 50, gross or net? I don't know. I don't know the difference. Talk to my partner. <laughs> She's okay. the one in charge of all this shit. Okay. Uh, it takes me two years to earn $100,000. Right? We'll right. just say. Okay. That's that's generous. Yeah, for our uh, our age, our standing. Yeah, you're also, but you're all making all the the two D six money and stuff like that. Take all. Yeah, your all the three hundred dollars a year I earned from two D six, if that. Um, I'm no author. I'm no Warhammer man. I'm no. Can you talk about any of your new projects? Not yet. Okay. Then forget I said Warhammer man. Well, you can talk about. It. I mean, I already write for Warhammer. Yeah, Ev's so. coming out with Shriekstone too. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Um, the goblins are back, baby, and they're crazy. So it takes me 20 years to make a mill. Yeah. And that's, presuming I don't spend anything. Do you have life insurance? Yeah. How much is it worth? I don't know. A mill? I could just shoot myself. There you go. You can make <laughs> a mill in a day, bud. A day? That's oh, all I'm dude. saying. But you gotta, it has to look like an accident. Though. Wow. Oh, okay. They don't pay out for suicides? No, they don't. That's the problem. Gosh darn that's, it. Don't you watch like any Law and Order? That's like 80% of the plots. Literally have For every crime show. An episode of any crime show. I hate procedural crime shows. They're so boring to me. Um, Never watched an NCIS. Um, Never watched Chicago PD. They are fine for me, but my partner loves them, oh, so I've yeah, watched yeah. a fuck ton. Yeah, your partner's super into them. You probably never watch uh, Boston Common? Probably not. <laughs> okay, just curious. So that's the one with William Shapner. It is with William Shapner. And the guy from Stargrape? Sure. Who's the guy? James T. Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> James Tiberius Kirk. Uh, maybe one day we'll tell that story on the podcast. Jesus <laughs> the fucking story Christ. Of James Tiberius Kirk. The purple pen. Uh, Gordon Bliss. Um, we're, this is a podcast for us at this point. It always has been. <laughs> for no one else. But people listen to it. Why do they do that? Because we've established a false rapport with them. Yeah, that's true. They've got a parasocial relationship with Damn us. Damn right. Well, it's fully social. It's fully social. You get on the Discord. Folks, I talk on the Discord all the time. I tell you. Uh, I read all of it. Do you read it? I read it. Really? I didn't know that. So you see all the things that I say to them. Yeah. You see when I say like, Ev is not interested in doing another podcast when people. Oh, no, that was a private message I got. Never mind. Somebody was like, hey, I ho- I can't wait to see what you and Evan do after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, bud, neither have, can I. Have my Sundays back. Oh, we only do alternate Sundays now. Don't pretend like this Stop is Stop putting me on blast. All right, that's fair. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You deserve your th- three hours out of, what's 24 times 7? 24 times 14. Someday I'll. <laughs> Ebo, uh, what have you been up to this week? Uh, taking care of my partner. Nice. Who's getting over pneumonia? Nice. That rules. Yeah. All right. Sounds like a lot of fun. No. Okay. Watching a lot of Law and Order because that's is, my partner's go-to son, show. Speaking of building a human, is your son able to take care of himself? In part. Okay. That's he, nice. He can like go to the bathroom by himself. He that can rules. put on parts of his clothes. He can't put on all of his clothes. But what what parts is he solving trouble? Shirts he can't do. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. 
funny to me. Can't Does do he shirts. put his head in through the No, he just hole? doesn't get like the, the three holes thing he doesn't quite get yet. So he'll like put it on his head and just be stuck in it. <laughs> and uh, he can pull up his pants if they're not too, if, if he's already wearing his pants, he can pull them up, but he right. can't put his pants on by himself. Sure. Yeah. It's interesting because I see your son as a fully, auto- I see him running around and having conversations with me. Yeah, he's super articulate. In my head. If you want to learn about Funko Pops, he yeah. can tell you all about Funko Pops or Target. <laughs> Target? We were driving the other day and he goes, says, oh, look, Target. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there it is. He's like, I love Target. And then he explained to me all the stuff that was at Target. A lot, of to- a lot of toys because his grandparents took him there oh, once. But I then see. he said, keep your eyes open for a hot topic. <laughs> yeah, you, you posted about that one. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. Your partner did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I picture in my head that anyone who can hold a conversation with me can put their pants on. But I guess that's not true. No. It's not true for him. It's not true for you. I mean, there's a lot of people. There are probably a lot of people who are super articulate who can't put on pants, you know, either for You're right. personal or, you know, a yeah, nice try, Saker. Okay, come Check on, your shit fucking <laughs> Don't do this to me. <laughs> You're right. Well, I guess anyone who can hold a conversation with me can conceptualize how to put on pants. Correct. Probably. I don't think your son can even... To your son, he sees the big hole in the top and the two holes in the bottom. He goes, I give up. <laughs> Well, he knows how they go on. He just doesn't have the motor. He he can't conceptualize it. He doesn't have the motor control to get, like, all the little bits worked out yet. Okay. What are the little bits? The holes, man. It's all about the holes. (laughs) I guess it can be tough. You put both feet through one hole. Yeah. Put them on backwards. You know, all that fun stuff. Even if you put them on backwards, you can still have a good day. Yeah. He's done that several times. (laughs) Okay. Have you not corrected him? I mean, it's at daycare or something. Oh, sure. He'll come, come back wearing his pants on backwards. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. They don't, they don't correct him. I guess not. <laughs> your daycare sucks. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, I know. We're trying to get transferred into your daycare. <laughs> Apparently, it, uh, my partner loves it. Um, we want that free Wednesday meal, baby. It's not free, buddy. <laughs> I promise you, you have to pay for it. That's not what they'll my partner char- They'll charge you for it. No, 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 no. All right. Should we talk about this week's song? God, I wish. I guess. <laughs> Ev, this week's song is called Invisible Fence. And have you heard it before? Uh... I listened to it a lot. That's yesterday, but it's I can only remember the... Once upon a time, I lived in a house. It was full of animals, but also a mouse. The mouse was my friend, and he came to my... Bed. I couldn't tingle understand a word that he said, because I don't talk to mice at all. I don't like them since Cinderella's ball. See, it's really easy to write this song. I- <laughs> I feel like I don't need to play a sample anymore, but I guess I will. I heard that you built an invisible fence. What about us? What about your friends? It's difficult not to take offense when you're running into an invisible fence. An invisible fence. An invisible fence. Jesus. All right. What the... I mean, this could be... Speaking of improvisational songs, was that off mic or on mic? That was off mic. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this song could have been a song that was improvised. Uh, I mean, he had a general... Like, I don't know if I liked it less or more because of that. Because, like, last song, the Bring It At Home, Ed's rap breakdown was nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like it's harder to write a song if you're sticking to a theme. Yeah. And I think he stuck to a theme, at least, with this. It was a very, like, very broad theme. Yes. But, like, togetherness. That'd be nice. It's the weakest T possible. And I think it made me 
dislike the song. We'll talk. We'll talk more about that when we get into the lyrics. Okay. Okay. Let's let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the musicality itself. I love. That you like how it started with It reminded me of like surf guitar a little bit. Sort of surf rock. I wanted more bass. Is what I want. That's why I wanted. It. I want like Jim like. Yeah. I would have loved that. Oh, you wanted a shadowy man on a shadowy planet. That's all you wanted. Okay. No, I just wanted Ed. I just wanted to front the bass because it did have like a surf rock sort of a um, vibe to it. Yeah. Percent. I wrote that down. Yeah, I, and I love that. It reappears on the bridge. Great. I love that. But that might be the only, like, there is some splashes in the drum part that are fun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah? Did you really love Ty on this song for some reason? No, no. I was just saying, that, that's, that's the only thing. That's there's, the only a, th- there's a big thing, musicality, that was amazing. oh Did I? Oh, yeah. They're back, baby! The horns are <laughs> 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 Fuck. Oh, I horns. hate that this is the song we got horns on. I love those horns, That's man. That's so fucking, un- out of any song, they're fun. They're very, very, very mm-hmm. fun. And I love that they're back. But why couldn't we have gotten them on Bringing It Home? Why couldn't we have gotten them on Canada Dry? Those songs were fun. This song is not fun. Did you think this song was fun? When he talked about the mouse that when it came to his bed and he couldn't talk to the mouse because he doesn't understand what it says. Yeah, that's hilarious, dude. Did we listen to the same song? I'm curious. And, they, you know, like all the animals live in his house. He's friends with them. But like, you know, he accepts their differences and understands that they're all just different inside. They're all living beings. Mm-hmm. Right. He respects mm-hmm. them. You know, it's in- intrinsic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to life. Well, OK. That's fair, I suppose. And then there were those cool like ah, on the bridges. Yeah. Hey, pretty good. can I get some clarity on the mouse thing real quick? Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> I don't recall having heard that part. Oh, what 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 question? I, I sang it for the whole you at the beginning. Sure. Oh, okay. Oh, so <laughs> we're doing this is a bit. I'm sorry. I wasn't sure if it was the bit where it's the song you improvise or the bit where you listen to a different song called Invisible <laughs> Fence and you're using it as this, or <laughs> if you're just being weird. Um, Both, yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It certainly is. Yeah, the harmonies are great. The, har- the invisible, invisible, invisible fence. fence. <laughs> that was great. We really did a job there. They were. I saw. I looked at the comments, and I wouldn't have thought of it had people not talked about it in the comments. It's one hundred percent. They might be giants. One hundred percent. Like agree. exactly. A they might be giants. Song and it fucking rule with the horns and the higher pitched harmonies and yeah. like. It sounds like there be giants, which I there love. be giants, which is one of my favorite bands. <laughs> Yar, there be giants. giants. That's the pirate, the pirate metal uh, cover band of they might be giants. Yes, yeah. Yar, Yar, there be giants. <laughs> um, I loved hearing Ed on the harmonies because, like, I would pick him out and I'd be like, "That's Ed Robertson of the Ladies." <laughs> I'd be surprised to hear him on the harmonies for some reason. Um, Kev is doing some dumb dumb shit in this song that i don't like hearing like on the on his piano no just i mean no it, it's fine the piano's fine but like the very first he's like i heard that you build an invisible fence <laughs> like he goes so <laughs> low on that first fence it sounds like shit fucking dog shit i heard that you built an invisible 
What about us? What about in the first verse alone, maybe it's in the first verse. Yeah, it is. I heard that you built an invisible fence. What about us? What about your friends? It's difficult to take offense <laughs> when you're running into an invisible fence. <laughs> Three of the first four lines end in fence. Like, ending rhyming fence with offense is not a rhyme. Defense. <sighs> Offense. Still wrong. And especially because he pronounces it, uh, fence. <laughs> like, he separates the uh from the part he wants to rhyme. Fucking sucks. I hate it. I also kind of just hate the conceit of the song. Lyrically? Yeah. Do, um, we, do you want to get into lyrics? Yes. Or? Yeah, I might as well. Because okay. I, I, think, I think we've gone everything musicality. Oh, the, the solo. Was it? Was that a Green Album solo or was it Was it different enough for you? Um, I think it was different enough for me. Okay. I felt okay with it. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was an okay solo. Yeah. I wasn't, I, but I'm happy to have a solo because we haven't had him for the past couple songs. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I Give guess. me that solo, Kev. Yeah. Okay. So you just wanted the solo in general. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair Give enough. Give it to me. Um, I hated the bridge. Speaking of uh, extraneous parts of the song, I wasn't a fan of the lyrics, the the too simple harmonization, the repetition. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, the uh, the part about the fucking bird who comes and visits him <laughs> tells him about a peaceful. World. I told you it was about animals and shit. This sucks. I hate <laughs> the mouse. This sucks. He can't understand the mouse, but he understands birds because he is a bird. I'll listen to that bird. I'll listen to that songbird. What is what is the bird? What's the what's the uh, or do you think it's a literal thing? You don't think it's a metaphor? He speaks to birds. <laughs> I don't know how to be any more clear than that. I'm sorry, you're we right. Said he was a bird. He is a bird. Uh, um, fucking I. All right, let's get into the lyrics. like what do we even say about the lyrics this is the fucking weak assist anti-racism song yeah in the world why can't we all just get along so yes so yes yes it is i it is it is very broad um and i think that it's sort of a and i don't want to make a generational thing out of this but it's sort of like a boomer gen x thing yes where it's like that united colors of benetton like hands across america back when you know you could just say like we're all pink inside. Yeah. You know, sort of things like that. And that's that's a good... And I'm not going to shit on someone just because they say something like that. But, like, to to say that we're all the same... To release... It papers a, over differences that should be recognized and celebrated. Yes. To release a song like this in 2017 is so tone deaf. Like, it's clear that they haven't been with the message for the past fucking, like, 20 years or whatever. Yeah, and I don't want to, yeah, again, I don't want to shit on someone for saying this because it's like, you know, it's like you go online and you see, like, your friends who are liberals arguing with your friend who is a little bit more liberal. And then you get to the point where you guys agree on 98% of the stuff. I feel like his heart's in the right place. And I think yeah. that if you explain this to him, he'd be like, oh, oh, no, I'm so sorry. But so here's the thing is that, like, that that's, that is emotional labor, that you know people should do i'd happy to be happy to do the emotional labor to explain <laughs> to kev yeah <laughs> that would be nice that's something i'll take on to myself and sure. i don't know if i should be the person to explain it because i'm still i'm still a work in progress myself yeah, absolutely but it's so. still i mean the fact that that they are so i don't know maybe they're in a bubble of their own like sort of this like classical well, they do liberalism. live in like edmonton canada right 
and Canada. You don't think there's racism in Edmonton? I think there is far less racism in Canada because there's mostly white people there. Well, Canada's got that wild oh, anti-native. Yeah, 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 and I think sediment. that I think that Kev, out of all of them, I think Kev should be the most up on it because isn't he really yeah. into like? I mean, he's that the Native arch. American forgery ring, and yeah. uh, he wrote a whole song about that Native American artist who. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so the theater of the imagination. So that makes me feel even worse about this song. Like you should get it, Kev, out of everybody. And uh, you're right. The the fucking your heart is in the right place, I guess. But <laughs> but his heart is also okay. Uh, but sorry. The thing is also this is just pure Kev, though. Like I feel like if anyone believes this sort of thing, heart and soul, it is Kev. It is we're all the same inside. You know, we all look different, and we've got lots of different things we like to do. But you know what? At the end of the day, all of us have guts. Yeah. So, but whatever happened to the BNL that had teeth, right? The BNL who wrote like fun and games or helicopters. Uh, Steve left. That's what happened to them. That's what happened to them. Now they're fucking toothless. They're just gumming on fucking political sentiment. Well, like this is the first political song we've gotten in like three albums, and it's racism is bad. Yeah, Kev, <laughs> like, did you did you read Kev's quote on that? No, I didn't. Invisible Fence is a song about racism and mental barriers that keep us divided. We need to come together as humans and learn to share and care for our collective home. We are all the same. It doesn't matter if your skin is black or brown, white, red, yellow, or orange. Jesus. Kevin Hearn. The fucking people who say, I don't care if you're purple. I just want everybody well, to get along. that may remind me of the uh, Ballad of Gordon. They've, yeah. already, they've oh, already written yeah. this exact same fucking song Holy and shit. way better. Yeah, they did. You're right. Wow, I didn't even connect this with Ballad of Gordon. Well, yeah. I, it was when he was talking about like black or purple or red because like, isn't the line from Gordon like you, I don't care if you're purple or Green, polka dot. Yeah. And again, that's still kind of like the sentiment is right. Yeah, you know, we're all human beings. We all have basic things in common. We all yeah. we all eat hamburgers that taste just like us. That's right. We've all got we do. new dogs. We all eat the U burgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all controlled by electromagnets and uh-huh. satellites in uh-huh. space. Uh-huh. Everyone is like that. Doesn't matter what your religion, ethnicity, sure. race, any of that stuff. But to simplify the issue to like, really, all that separates us is like the skin color or the way we dance. Like to make those a one to one. Like, hey, you're all just like, look, we all dance the same. <laughs> like, fucking is just like a grade school understanding of of like socio-political happenings yeah sure there may be some variants like the color of skin or the way we dance at the end of the day we're no different and we gotta break down the invisible fence just innocent he just like He's coming at this like a fourth grader but would come at this. He's surrounded by three people who should say something to him, <laughs> right? Would you say something to Kev? Because he's not going to like, he's just going to go, uh-oh. You think he's going to cry? And like, <laughs> you can see he's trying to hold it in. Kev. He's trying to hold it in so hard. And like, you can see he realizes it immediately because he's got an adult's brain. Yeah. <laughs> like, he realizes what he's done. And like just you see you've just gutted him yeah you've just purely gutted him he's trying to hold it in he's like "Mm, i i can i can i go can i go to the bathroom please i just need (laughs) i just oh i have to pee so bad i'm sorry i have to i have to make a wee yeah oh man and then you just hear him like ugly crying in the bathroom (laughs) for like two two and a half hours he comes out and he goes that was a big one i just i overflowed the toilet with that pee i feel so bad and then oh and then he keeps apologizing for fucking ever oh sure years later yeah years later hey guys remember 
I hate to bring this up. Remember that time I wrote that song that like was reductive about racism uh. and ethnicities, and I just. I just always think about that over and over. You're like, yes, we know, God Kevin. We're sorry. Jesus, stop making this about you. They're on the tour bus. You have to decenter yourself in this thing. <laughs> they pass like a house that has a visible fence. And Ty goes, hey, look, Kev, invisible fence. Just to be funny. And Kev just cannot do the show I, that night. I have to go pee, guys. <laughs> just gets up and just like <laughs> hands it aside and just walks out. Fucking, totally stiff. Yeah. And like an hour later, they knock on the fucking door to the bathroom and open it. And Kev is halfway out the window of the tour bus <laughs> thinking just, about jumping. Kev's like, hey, look, invisible fence. And Kev goes, stop the bus. <laughs> and then he just gets off and runs into a field. He gets off, puts his head under the wheel of the tour bus, and then just says, go. And then they have to like fucking spend two hours talking him out of yes, it. Yes, they do. Oh, Kev, you're so manipulative. God. And, and, and <laughs> the song isn't even... This, the fences that he's talking about aren't invisible. They're literal fences that are being built, right? Because he wrote this song in response to Trump's fence, mm-hmm. uh, from what I read. I didn't read that interview that you I read. I agree. But, uh, yeah, he, he wrote it specifically one-to-one after the, the, the whole, you know, build a wall thing, right? So the fences aren't invisible. Like, he alludes to it. He says it comes at a great pr- price in wet cement. But that's not the thrust of the song. The thrust of the song is, like, there's an invisible fence in your head, right? Peace at all. Building them comes at a great expense, whether in your own mind or in wet cement and invisible. But what I'm saying is like an invisible fence is sometimes okay in your head. You might you might erect an invisible fence for your own safety. Like the first verse is You know, like, against like Muslims. <laughs> no. But he says, like, what about us? What about your friends? It's yeah. difficult not to take offense. So like if I invited you out and you were like, I'm just not feeling it tonight, I'd be like, oh no. I, w- I wouldn't go like Fuck, Ev, hey, what about me? What about his friends? I take offense at this. Like, well, I think it's he's taking, like, an invisible offense isn't me not coming to dinner. It's it's me, like, socially distancing myself from you over the you course. If you want to do that, that's okay. We could be I know, but you, would, but you would, no, I mean, like, totally, like, cutting you out of my life, like, invisible offense. All right, all right. I guess that's fair. Like, and I, I like that he played with, like, the, mac- the macro and micro levels. And you do got to respect it, but at the same time, it's hard not to feel hurt. But you, it's but hard you, not to take offense. But that's not what the song is about, right? It is hard not to take offense with that, but you have to respect it. Mm-hmm. Racists who in, it, it, construct these invisible fences to hold out, you know, Muslims or Mexicans or whatever, like, you do not have to respect their invisible fence. No. So, like, he's, like, mixing his metaphors in this song. What about us? What about your friends? I don't know. Like, that has nothing to do with the grander idea of well, the Well, I mean, the invisible fences that the racists are, are uh, erecting are also keeping out potential friends. Oh, so the friends in this are the potential friends that the racist might have. One the friends day. they make along the way, if they sure. had. See, yeah, that's the thing about racism is you're really you're really limiting your friend pool. Sure, and you want to have the biggest friend pool because you want the best friends. <laughs> that's how Everyone you win. wants the best friends. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if you have like, I'd I'd rather pick from ten thousand people, you know, of, of various races and ethnicities, than like one hundred people who are all just like me and white and you know, yeah, super cool. I, I guess it was just that first verse that I took offense with about about self isolation take offense <laughs> and the rhyme scheme of the first verse which sucked ass <laughs> um yeah i don't know i just i mean the, the political read obviously whatever i just i you know i don't think we should be personally devastated if somebody wants to isolate themselves for whatever reason no i agree if i mean yeah if you want to personally isolate yourself from your your fans and friends yeah. and stuff, but that's that usually comes with like depression or you know things sure. like that so sure. I, you know 
And that's a that's a tricky road to walk because you know if you're a friend who you, you see someone's isolating themselves, you're like, hey, I want to be there for you, but right. you don't want me to be there for you. Right. So what do I do? Like, am I a friend who inserts himself into this situation sure. to try and help you, even though you're not asking for help? Yeah. Or yeah. don't want help, or yeah. you know, I don't know. And the same with the uh, um, and see, Kev's really working on a lot of levels here because uh -huh. it's the same with like white people and racism, right? You wanna you wanna insert yourself into the situation to try and help but at the same time you can't really do that without because without falling into like the white savior sort of paradox oh and I then also that. so you want to so the thing is you have to insert yourself in such a way that you magnify the voices of people who ha whose voices haven't been uh heard thus sure. far so you have to sort of decenter yourself in the in the you have to be supportive but also at the same time don't run the conversation sure yeah that makes sense Wow. And so Kev's got all that in there. This yeah. Is really, is, this is really deeper than we thought. Kev is working on layers I yeah, wasn't even. Yeah. And you know what? Me, and I'm going to put it right out there. Me not loving this song makes me feel bad. Because if you look at the YouTube comments for the song, and I don't have a YouTube comment of the week, I'm sorry. But it's a no, bunch of like. YouTube comment <laughs> of the week. There's a bunch of like out and out racists in the comments of the song who are like, hey, better good ladies, this song sucks. Why don't you just stick to your lane? And I'm like, oh, no. I don't like this song, but I don't want to be lumped in with these guys. This makes me feel like well, I'm with them. Our complaint about this song was it's not nuanced enough. So yeah. it's okay to say, it's the opposite. I don't like this song based on the musicality and the in the rhyme scheme rather than the fact that I'm vehemently against. But I just know that someday someone's going to hold a gun to my head and say, do you like the song Invisible Fence? And I'm going to say no, and I'm not going to have time to explain before he pulls that trigger. You know no, I mean? but. <laughs> no but! No buts. It'll be in my improv class <laughs> where it's going to happen. Um, what else did you have on this one? Lyrically, musically. This song, I, like, how can how can we dig much deeper than we've already dug? I mean, there are some things that are interesting. I like the chorus. I like the chorus because it reminded me so much of Therapy Giants. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I say there's a lot of cool stuff wasted on this song, but mm -hmm. in reality, I guess, like... They're not, I think it's a fine. It's a fine song. I think like in in my in the in Kev's oeuvre, it's probably like a, a middle of the pack song. Like I don't not like it. Yeah, I'd say it's mid to lower for me. But I think you like Kev's stuff better than I do. Definitely like Kev's stuff yeah. better than you do. Um, I'm actually, I li like eight out of five out of ten of all the favorite bare naked lady songs in the entire. I think yeah, are, your, are Kev songs. Your dream album was like yeah, like mostly, <laughs> eight mostly Kev songs. Eight Kev songs in the narrow streets. Yeah, <laughs> and then like uh, and then probably. Uh, it's all been done and uh, some fantastic. Um, there's, oh, do you think people thought we were cutting to another segment when I did that? <laughs> yep, because you sound just like Stephen Page. Super convincing. Uh, that stripped down final verse is interesting. It's cool to change things up, provide a little variance every once in a while. We dance at the end of the day. We're no different. And we gotta break down. I thought that was cool. It's cool to add a little variance. <laughs> <laughs> what about us? What about your pants? Um, what about your pants? Uh, they're halfway on. I can't figure <laughs> out those holes. <laughs> it's just too confusing to me. Can't conceptualize it. That's it, bud. Um, Did you see the live versions? Fucking the fake nudes naked version rules. That acoustic version? Oh, yeah. The acoustic version is fucking oh, great. Oh, my God. Like stripped down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. On, the, on sort of like that semi-classical piano mm -hmm. before we hop into the surf rock. Like, fuck. Like, it's so good. That This is the version that should have been on the album. Um, did you see live versions? Well, did you see the, the in the on the acoustic version? Everybody looks down the barrel of the camera except for Jim. No, I wonder what they're trying to say with that. Oh shit! I think Jim's leaving the band. Oh my god, probably. <laughs> I like that uh, Tyler was playing the drums with those little like bundles of chopsticks. I'll be honest. I think I put it on and then started taking notes oh. and didn't watch it. Should oh. I have watched it? No, it's just I just look for. Th 
when you have a song like Invisible Fence, you need to look for content. Sure, yeah. His, his drumsticks weren't like sticks. They were like little bundles of chopsticks. And I'm sure that's a pretty common like drum thing. They were like little like reed bundles and because it made the drum sound, oh. sound softer or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. It was a pretty cool technical piece. Technical piece. Do you think perhaps that uh, he just had a bunch of Chinese food for lunch that day and he was just like... Tyler was getting into the uh, message of the song. And he's oh. like, I'm going to eat my way around the world, which is probably <laughs> one of my, would be my favorite thing. To yeah, do. that sounds great. That'd oh, be awesome. Man. We should have a day where we start in the morning and we go to like, uh, I don't know, what's a good breakfast uh, uh, food that's not American Ooh, food? Uh, like we do like a, like a Lebanese, like a shukshaku or shakshuka? Shakshuka? Yeah. Yeah. I've okay. never, I've never actually heard it said. I've only oh, read it. Oh yeah. We could have some shakshuka for breakfast and then we could like do some brunch at like, uh, I don't know. We should eat our way around Columbus. Yeah. Around the world. That's sure. fun. Okay. Sure. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, I like when he said, uh, Kevin, the song, he does like, I have met a bird who sings of a better world. Like, I like that, like a pajatura where he cuts down, he goes a whole octave down. Oh, Gazuntite. What is it called? A pajatura. That's where you're expecting, um, you're expecting oh. something uh, in the tonal structure of the song, but he breaks like the, like a uh, rainbow connection is the famous one. Like someday we'll find it. The rainbow connection. Like where he kind of goes off key. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, they called it an pajatura. Huh. And that's not just bad singing. It's an apostatora. No, it's a it's it's purposely going out of the tone structure for okay. a single note or Got two. Got you. Um, so I like the Kev did that. Yeah, that's all. I like it too. That's cool. I, I saw the Commander Ballroom in Vancouver. Okay, it was nothing. Nothing. I wrote I live it. nothing. I wrote Kev on guitar is weird. Yeah, uh, Manchester, UK. Kevin, uh, Jim were swinging in time. Oh, that's cute. Um, the horns were pumped in. They didn't have like a horn section. Oh, sure. I noticed that on the concerts um there was one oh the rock boat 13 or no 18 and the starlight lounge where they just sang the song but before it uh ed is doing a rap about chichen itza okay <laughs> why because apparently he was like he went to visit chichen itza on oh, a vacation sure. or something so he's doing a rap about chichen itza and then it segues into him like talking about the mayan ball gang game oh. Okay. You know, where they, like, oh, you, they, you don't hit the ball with, like, your yes, knees and yes, elbows, yes. and they sacrifice the winning team. Would they use and the Ed's, Ed's thing yeah. is, like, I would have sandbagged the whole time. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, whoop, you guys, looks like you guys scored again. Whoopsie. <laughs> uh, you guys can get your head chopped off and thrown into a deep well. That's fun. Ed is fun. Yeah. I love Ed. He said, the, he also said the Mayans really know how to rock. Oh, do you think that's true? <laughs> Probably, because they made stuff out of stone. I think that was his joke. Oh, that's less funny. It was all made of stone and last forever. So. Yeah, I got that. Period. You know, when you go down there, they call it chicken pizza. That's how the tour guides all say like. That was Tyler's fucking joke. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Um, okay. So Ty stole it from the tour guides. FYI. Yeah, Ty, Tyler was, it was a, a I had some Kentucky fried chicken itza, chicken itza. Is That's what, is less what his, funny. This is what his joke. <laughs> that kind of sucks, actually. Yeah, and then there was the fruit market at Glasgow, which was nothing except that Kev was, uh, doing like the Stephen page kicks uh-huh you know where like steve page kicks up to his face level like yeah okay but kev was like it was a kev version of it so it was like a half-hearted like Ugh. oh no he went to like his foot went out to like knee level or something like that that's really sad <sighs> oh well it sounds like you had a lot of fun watching these live versions <sighs> did you have a did you have a good time <laughs> <laughs> take that as a yes and that's everything i have about everything me too buddy and we'll we... see you again in one <laughs> no walk. You have to tell me which mascot this one is about. This, of course, the song is about unity. No matter what, no matter what you look like, no matter what you believe, everything like that, we're all on the inside. So, of course, this song is about 
the development game developing platform unity oh (laughs) oh yeah wait is there a mascot for unity yeah unity unity chan oh no oh i gotta look her up okay keep going so unity um is a uh development platform that was originally a you like that she's adorable yeah originally she's an open source mascot okay so if you use the unity system to develop your game you can use unity in your game wow that's so cool her real name is kohaku otori which otori just means like big bird i think (laughs) that's the kanji mean but uh um so it was Unity was originally a Mac OS exclusive, um, and the goal was to break down invisible fences between developers and allow them to, wow. you know, uh, and it, when it spread to desktop for desktop, PC, mobile, console, and even VR. Um, so it's super easy to use. Apparently, um, when they release it, it comes with more features. It has like drag and drop functionality. Okay. Um, a lot of games. A lot, lot, lot of games have been uh, developed in Unity. It was to democratize game development, optimize and streamline like terrain engines, sure. um, 3D detail, you know, all that stuff, directional lights, spotlights, video playback, real time, and that allowed for development, dev communication across networking, networks and large and things like that. Okay. Um, UV mapping, all that fun stuff, audio okay. filters. Sh- mip maps tell me tell me a little i know a lot about unity but tell me a little bit about unity chan there is not much to tell okay. about her she <laughs> yeah. is an open source mascot so because she is open source she doesn't have a lot of like background okay got it um because a lot she appears in a couple games not that many uh, open source heroine character okay that's what they called her so um she's a vocaloid she's in a bunch of vocaloid games which is interesting yeah now I, does it do you find that interesting <laughs> My son loves the Vocaloids. Does he really? Yeah. Well, he doesn't. He never heard them. He only has little dolls of them. Oh, okay. The All right. But yeah. Uh, so Unity is free for smaller companies to use. So no matter who you are, if you make 100, under 100K, you can download the free version of uh, Unity. That's cool. And if you're, uh, this is, it has a subscription model for if you make more, but the subscription model is based on how much your game makes. Oh, so it's sliding scale. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's neat. Yeah, so they can, they can uh, and you can also create assets on Unity and sell them on the developer marketplace. So if you just want to like download it and make assets for other games, you can do, do that really and sell cool. them. So yeah. I thought you were going to ask me all sorts of questions about like well, mip mapping and anti-aliasing and things like that. No, I have <laughs> okay. no interest in any of that. But I do want to know what Unity Chan's powers are, but she doesn't have any. No, she has whatever powers you want to give her. Oh, well, I have a feeling she has the she's... power to uh, open source code across many development platforms and allow for, uh, <laughs> so she's for anti-aliasing and uh, <laughs> UV mapping to uh, two, from 2D to 3D audio filters. Sure, sure, sure. With, uh, audio, with DirectX and audio flash support. Wow, that's neat. Okay, so Unity Chan... Um, oh, she was in a bunch of... I mean, there's a lot of video games. I have, I have a list of like 50... Oh, please. No, give I mean, me the 30th. The 30th? On your list, yeah. Yandere Simulator. Oh, Yandere Simulator. That's a weird fucked up game, Yandere Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right, cool. Is Unity-chan in that? Or is no, it just a game no, made no. with Unity? Just with Unity. I see. Okay, okay. The okay. new Battletoads games made in Unity. Wow, that's cool. Love Enter, the, Enter the Gungeon, Final Fantasy IX, all that stuff. Final Fantasy Nine. Punch Club. Wait, whoa, whoa! Final Fantasy Nine. That's what it said on my list. Final Fantasy Nine was made in like nineteen ninety. Well, it must be like an online port or something uh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, some HD yeah. remake or something. Okay. I am Setsuma. There was oh, sir, you are being hunted. Sir, you are being hunted. Very popular. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Wow. Lots of Unity games. So Unity is clearly very popular, but is Unity Chan very popular? I mean, mascots are not always as popular as their. As their products, right? Right. I didn't know about Werner's Man, but I did know about <laughs> Werner's Soda. Um, so the Werner's we, Leprechaun. It's the Werner's Leprechaun. Yeah. Uh, 
if we pit the Werner's Leprechaun against Unity Chan. So Unity Chan, I feel she's a vocaloid, so she can sing well. Sure. But she's at the end of the day, she doesn't have any powers. But she has every power that we can ascribe to her. Well, she has every power that she is a she's a the uncarved block, right? She, Wu sure. Wei. She's uh in like she has all powers, but also no powers. Sure. So we're programming this fighting game, you and I. Right. What powers do we give her? We don't give her any powers because okay. because we're not, you know, we're Jesus. she's she's coming out as she is. So she is a you know, twenty year old girl or eighteen year old girl in in close fitting uh, blue. This is spandex. fucking brutal. Yeah. So the this leprechaun. Is a horror leprechaun. Movie. This fucking, is leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. It beats the shit out of her. Right. Yeah. Just beats her with leprechaun this. Leprechaun is, is an overweight man, overweight Polish man, in like a leprechaun oh my outfit. God. That sucks. Yeah, the Stein is. <laughs> oh, it didn't suck. So, so you're okay. It's just, we're. I think we're exposing your sort of genderism here, Saker. Where you're okay with him ripping Twinkie the Kid, like just ripping him in half. Twinkie the Kid, it was a fight. Twinkie the Kid put. A, Unity Chan is just like probably screaming and running away because she's got no powers. Twinkie the Kid was a cowboy. Well, neither does a leprechaun. He's just a big man. <laughs> If a big man is chasing an 18-year-old girl, something is wrong. Yeah. Right, but he has no powers. Neither of them have powers. <laughs> he's a leprechaun. He can drink as much Verners as he wants. <laughs> Wait, hold on. He's got, a, he's got a big cauldron, but it's just full of Verners. <laughs> Leprechauns have inherent powers, don't they? Right, but the Verners leprechaun doesn't. Like, How do you know that? Because it doesn't say doesn't ascribe him any powers. All right, I suppose. He shows up at Verner's things and says, I'm the Verners leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a big guy. Well, I guess... Would you say Lucky Leprechaun from Lucky Charms has He powers? does, because he actually has powers in the fucking commercials. What powers does he display? He can, like, conjure shit and make rainbows and, yeah. like, you know, he. I don't I don't remember. I haven't seen every fucking Lucky Charms commercial, but he's got powers. Yeah, okay. I guess that's but The Verner's fair. Leprechaun can create Verner's, okay. I think. Do you, are you sure that he's, he doesn't have any powers? He's good. I didn't come across any. Okay. They didn't, I mean, he can probably roll. He's really strong. He can roll barrels up shit. Okay. He, All right. I, I think he's pretty strong because you can see him. You see him holding a barrel of Verner's, like so he can hold a full. He's strong enough to hold an entire barrel. So he's of, like, super strong. I, I guess wouldn't that's say super, super strong. strong but he's pretty fucking strong. He's like str- he's like world's strongest man strong. Okay. All right. Well, that's pretty good. And All right. Definitely strong enough to kill an eighteen-year-old girl. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> with no an eighteen-year-old girl with no training, with no or powers, powers, no training. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. Who just wears tight-fitting clothing? Yes. Wow, I, she I, sings really. Do you think she, she could? Uh, um, she sings really well. Do you think she could? Uh, Sue's the savage beast. Yeah. Do you think? Um, I think he's got a sweet disposition. No, I no. think he just brutalizes her. <laughs> I think this is just. I think murder. she can. She um, it's like one of those like a thousand and one Arabian Nights things. So as long as she keeps singing, he he is completely complacent and just sits there sipping on his butt giant fucking stein. Sure. But as soon as as soon as she stops, he's, just, yeah. he's trying to fight it. He doesn't want to do it, but yeah. he has to. Yeah. This is so it's kind of like Friday the Thirteenth. As soon as she falls asleep. She's dead. Like, yeah. she, can't, she can't escape sleep forever. Yeah, sorry, Unity Chan. Or not Friday the 13th. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. I forgot the, yeah. the movie. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Unity. We, you, you fucked were, you up. Yeah. My, my, too bad. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> too bad. So sad. Uh, okay. Um, so, uh, now it's time to rate this song. We rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. Ev... On a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, what would you say this song is? The year is 2028. New developments in science and technology have made it possible for all of us to completely get rid of all skin distinctions. Wow. Anyone can be any color they want at any time. Okay. Just uh, you've got some sort of melanated pigments in your skin and you can just change your color at will. So, okay. And your right. form. Okay. Oh, wow. 
So we're all doppelgangers. You can look like any human. Crime is on the rise. Well, you can look like any. You can't look like any specific human. You can look like generalized humans. Right. But so. we can all look like the same human. So crime, crime shoots through the roof is what I'm saying. You can change your race and ethnicity at any time. So you can look like you if you were black. Or you can look like you if you were, you know, Native American or anything like that. Okay. All right. Got it. But I'll still be me. You'll still be you. Okay. Yeah. All right. You can look, as, you can look like different versions of yourself. I'm identifiable. Yes. They would make police Crime is not on the there. rise. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Go ahead. But they also, of course, they also inject you with an RFID chip so that, oh, that they sure. can, they can so crime is not on the rise. Of course. Of course. Okay. The RoboCops can catch you. Okay. The RoboCops. Okay. So don't worry about that, Saker. You're got still it. safe. All of your fucking middle class possessions are still safe. Don't worry about, em. don't worry. You don't have to flee to a suburb. You're still fine. <laughs> Buddy. Yeah. You're already there. I'm already Sorry. flown. Oh, you're, you? just, you're barely outside the belt. Yeah. That's true. And I'm inside the belt. So technically i'm still in the city and you're barely out you're not you're not moving to like uh you know westerville or something like way out in the you know or, Del- or delaware delaware exactly yeah that's what i was thinking yeah all right yeah so we're not those uh i was joking of course oh i wasn't Delaware's a nice fuck people who live in delaware oh no uh okay so everyone could change their race Where everyone, are we going yeah from here? so the only way you can the only way you can uh make yourself uh distinguishable basically is through selecting clothing styles okay but the problem is is now certain clothing styles are frowned upon because you know like i feel like it's hardwired into humans to make distinctions like i mean you go to like britain or something and they're like gingers and like gingers really aren't a thing here in america right. we don't fucking care about gingers yeah you know but it's, it's a big thing there because you know that that gets down to like the scotch irish sort oh, of roots and it's, it's sort that. of yeah it's sort of ethnic and racist there so sure that that particular ron Ron weasley (laughs) right so yeah i mean we're always going to make distinctions so you can still you can still do that but you can only do that with clothes and so i'm deciding that you know since we're all underneath our clothes we're all the same you know i can wear whatever i want and you know what i want to wear fucking muumuu just a flower print muumuu pregnancy wear something that's just like a smock that i can drape on because you know i don't care about looking good anymore who does it's 20 20 25 or whatever so yeah. it's, i'm i'm in my mid 40s you've given in my up early 40s <laughs> given up five yeah. years once you now. pass that four decades you just kind of you know you come to a realization wow you wear a uh, a 1995 Can- american cancer society swim along shirt with paint stains on it to yeah. your good friend saker's house you it's- wear a mighty Morphin power rangers shirt so yeah this song to me is i like it okay deep down we're all the same deep down we're all wearing the same clothes everyone's wearing a muumuu that's fair that's fair deep down clothes are just functional you know wow just don't worry about it okay don't worry about it don't worry about it uh for me the year is 2022 Ooh, so before before the great um before the purge the the forever (laughs) before the purge before we bullet town um uh, my friend Evan invites me over. Ev's gotten really into video games lately. Yeah. He is just a video boy, and he's bought all the latest equipment. His son has grown up and moved out of the house at five years old. Mm. Uh, get him out of here. That's what I was. Yes, say. he got uh, Jack disease, and he looks twenty, so he has to get out <laughs> at this point. Um, and uh, you know, he's got uh, he's got a whole VR room now. He's changed his son's room into a VR room. He's got the Badlands Gump disease. He's got the Badlands Gump disease. Uh, and so Evan invites me over and he says, check it out, bro. This new game, you're going to love it. So I come over and uh, I, I toss that headset on and I say, uh, I don't see anything. And he says, uh, oh, you got to hit X to open your eyes in the game. And I say, okay. And I can hear him behind me. <laughs> just and scrounging I, around. <laughs> he's scrounging. 
Uh, so I press X and I open my eyes in the game and I'm like in a bed and I'm moving my head around and my hands and I'm looking at my hands and my arms and I'm wearing like this this blue and yellow costume that's just like overproduced and like I've got frills all over. I'm wearing these huge stockings and uh, I, I realize that, uh, you know, this is this is like this is a lot of clothing and it's too much. Right. It can be simplified quite a bit. But I'm. I'm looking at myself and I'm like, am I dressed as, am I dressed as Unity Chan? And Ev says, yeah, buddy. He says, I'm about to enter the game. And I hear him put a, a hat on. And then I hear, you hear me, hear me drinking something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> drinking exactly a whole two liter of Verners to get my power level. Up. And then I see coming in this dark uh, bedroom, which is just gray walls, is this horrifying little gnome. Uh, and uh, so, he's a six foot four, like Polish ad advertiser is who plays him okay i see this six foot four polish ad man come into the room in, in garb and he's got this stein in his hand it's dripping dripping golden soda and uh i i scream and i start to run in game um but uh oh, you know, i put those slick shoes on you so like those shooter shoot em ups where you you see that right. guy with the vr thing ru- like running i'm on a little treadmill yeah. yeah but you made my treadmill real slippery so i keep falling down uh, and you uh, reach me, and you beat my head in with your stein, uh, which makes it even less body without clothes, because my head didn't have anything on it. So now taking the proportion of body to clothes is much higher. Uh, does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you look a little confused. Uh, I, I feel like I'm pretty dressed in this song. I'm overdressed. I've got a, a ridiculous costume on. Yeah. Um, and my head exploded. <laughs> <laughs> because of how simple the song but was. But your, your clothes, are, like Unity Chan wears pretty technical clothes. Yeah, the reason why I rated it as a muumuu is because the muumuu is just such a broad clothing, right? It's just a thing you drape over your. It's like a tunic. I see what you mean. So sure. your clothes are very, your clothes are very distinct. Yeah, yeah, and I guess that might not be perfect for this song, but it's also kind of like she looks you need like more, you're wearing very nuanced clothing. Whereas yes. I am wearing a I don't sack. I don't know, man. She kind of looks like a generic anime girl, right? So I would say like this is you know if okay, I okay if I had a third grade understanding of what an anime girl looked like I am I am picking up what you're throwing down you've convinced Good. me thank you Good job All right we'll be right back with more It's all been done a Bare Naked Ladies podcast Hey Evan Oh shit surprise me again Would you rather be able to What if they made invisible toilets <laughs> Oh okay That's what I asked Did you Um it'd be hard to find Yeah. That'd be great if you have to like look for look for where the toilet is. I guess I think it'd be a lot more public urination. This is the answer to that question. Most certainly, you could just tell the officer that you're peeing in the toilet. Would you still see the water in the bowl? Yeah, no, you wouldn't see anything, but you would see your pee disappear. If you found the toilet, you would pee wherever you were peeing. The thing is, like, that's kind of gendered because guys could kind of pee, sure, you know, anywhere. Well, gendered. I mean, toilets are invisible. Nobody made it that way. It's just what they are. <laughs> What if one day a genie just made all toilets? I mean, God obviously likes male presenting people better than female. I mean, that's why. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, he doesn't LBR. make us bleed out of our dick, you know, Jeez. a month for a week, a month. Oh, can you imagine? God's a piece of shit. Yeah. Wow. If we normalize, normalize bleeding out of your dick. <laughs> that's what I always say. If you don't go to a doctor, just normalize. It happens to everybody all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's, come on. Um, What would you rather do? Bleed out of your dick every once a month. Do I, do I get like cramps and stuff too? Is it like yeah. a full, full menses? Okay, you get so the I get, whole I get a menstrual. Full menses. Okay. Yeah, menses. Uh, and that's uh, you. You lose a sperm every time. You only have so many sperm. You one, start I with lose so many one sp- sperm. Yes. That's all it takes to impregnate. All right. All right. Um, would you rather uh, go through menses once a month, 
or uh, be forced to uh, be on stage uh, once ever in front of a million people. You have to stay on stage for a half hour and you don't have anything prepared. <laughs> that the latter really yeah I, i'd embarrass myself for a half hour in front of a million people wow i feel like i could talk for a half hour what would you talk about whatever came into my what am i talking about now <laughs> invisible toilets <laughs> now you got somebody to bounce off of i mean i feel like i could give it the equivalent of like i mean i don't have any like thing prepared but i can give the equivalent of a ted talk on like japanese history yeah. or you know maps or things like that but you don't know or what the audience is expect- they were expecting a rock concert <laughs> oh okay so i just walk out i walk out there yeah that would be fucking terrifying because <laughs> i can play a little bit of instrument <laughs> they have like full bottles of beer too like, and, and do they get like they're expecting a rock concert and they get pissed at me if oh, i don't what? provide <laughs> so would you rather have menses or die on stage <laughs> perhaps literally <laughs> Oh gosh. Well, I guess the former then. If I if I <laughs> to die there. All right, that's fair. What uh, about you? Uh, I'd rather be on stage. Well, the thing is, because you could you could rap at them, but they're not expecting. They rap. would hate They're it. expecting a cooking show. Oh for you. no! A full-on cooking show. I could do a little cheap, cheap the cooking chicken rapping while I'm cooking. That would be fun. Do you think there's a? But they all get to taste your food at the end. If it's not good, they fucking murder. Dude, well, I only have to be on stage for a half hour. I'm fucking gone. I'm going to make my recipe take 31 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to be out of there. Well, they kill you before then if it doesn't get done in time. Oh, no. Okay. So I have to make enough for a million people? Yeah, too? in 30 minutes. <laughs> That's a problem. I guess, can I order like... A- it's called If I Had a Million Audience. That's good. That's a new wheel segment. Can I order a pallet of raisins and then just give one out to each audience member? Do you think there's a million raisins in a pallet? <laughs> no, I feel like there's. I feel like there's less than a million. Really? I mean, I feel like there's probably a million raisins in a pallet. How many? How many boxes? Two million raisins in every box of raisin bran. Wow! Can you imagine? I, I, I don't even know what I it just means. Imagine, I just imagine <laughs> using my box destroyer to get in there, and then I can eat all the raisin bran I want. Pretty good. Uh, Ev, do you know who else eats all the raisin bran they want? <laughs> who? Oh, well, of course, that would be... Oh, you want me to tell you? No, I don't want you to tell me. Uh, I want to tell you. The Pokemon show. No, it's not the Pokemon show. It is, of course, 294 Note Streak. That's right. Riley and Joe use the bracket to determine the greatest song in Guitar Hero. 294 Note Streak ended on December 12th, 2019, but you can still catch up with the podcast by listening to it. I would uh, just listen to the last episode. Why would you Why would you ever listen to any other episodes? It's, it's the journey that's fun, not the destination. You think it was a journey song? Is that what you're saying? What if Don't Stop Believe... There's no way Don't Stop Believe in one. Um, the latest episode... Well, it depends on who's rating it. The, the latest episode came how out... Old fr- how old are they? Uh, they are uh, younger than us. Then definitely Journey did not win. I don't know. It's, it's a resurgence. My kids who I teach... Well whatever five six years ago loved fucking like classic rock because of guitar hero and rock band hmm. when those were in vogue anyway the latest episode came out are you saying in vogue one yeah in vogue should win what in vogue songs do you think are in guitar hero <laughs> i can't, can you name one I, in vogue song did they do be my lover no uh only my lover be my lover that might have been in vogue actually yeah in vogue <laughs> be my lover nope sure wasn't uh, don't let go, give it up, turn it loose, <laughs> run away, love. Oh, never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, okay, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, okay, so that's the one on guitar. All right, great. Good, <laughs> it's good, just, good. It's just you have to plug in like six microphone peripherals. 
Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for asking a question, Wheel. Bye. Now's the time of the show when we spin that big wheel and figure out what a segment we're going to do today. Oh, somebody touching my segment. <laughs> somebody stop me. Somebody touching my I segment. The, the Italian mask. Thanks, that was fun. fun. Spin again if you get this three times in a row. <laughs> Immediately and permanently on the podcast. <laughs> it also said that I'm the traitor. Well, sell, sell, sell. What product could this use? We have to re-roll because it's Unity. I mean, okay, let's do it again. We'll count that as a thanks. That was fun. <laughs> okay. Same thing. The narrator of this song is the same as the narrator of another BNL song. Which song and why? So, I mean, the, e the easy one, the fast song is Gordon. Or the Ballad of Ballad Gordon. Ballad of Gordon. Right. Alien from the... Well, so this, we'd have to jump through some hoops to get there. Because this is the alien after having accustomed to life on Earth. Because he's yeah. not... Ballad of Gordon was all about, like, why don't you guys eat bleep knobs for breakfast? No, like, it wasn't about that. Wasn't it? I'm the guy who flies the skies. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Ballad of yeah, Gordon? Yeah, he comes down. It's a 30-second song. Yeah, he comes down. He gets put in jail. And they say, stop or I'll shoot. Raise your hands or I'll shoot. And then he says, I don't have hands. <laughs> Across the galaxy I flew. Heard a peaceful message sent by you. Now I find you're judged by color and size. Yeah, I can't so he, he came it. across the, uh, whatever that golden record was that Isaac Asimov wrote. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, and then he lands, Yeah, he lands here and he realizes that we're actually pieces of shit. Right. And then he basically hasn't changed in 20 years because before he's like, I don't care what color you are. And now he's like, I don't care what color you are. Okay, interesting. Which I guess is okay for an alien to say. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, how do you I think... don't see color. Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think... Uh, when did Ballad of Gordon come out? It was Gordon era. So like, yeah, what, like uh, the 90s? 90, early like, 90s is we'll what I would We'll say 1990. Yeah. So this is the year 2017. Mm -hmm. So this is 27 years later. So how would the alien have uh, accustomed or adjusted life on Earth? Or did he leave and come visit us again to well, find that we were no, still the he, fucking he wants same. to stay here. He thinks he wants to live here. Um, so... If I remember correctly, his head has a crown on it. It's, that's his hat. That sounds right. It's not a hat, but it's his head. Yes. Um, he has no arms or hands. He is green, and he wears a muumuu. Yes, that's correct. It is a muumuu. It's a big gold muumuu. Wow. Holy shit. So you knew straight off the bat this was this about. So this song was on, like, yeah, this it was on, like, every, it was on f f Saturday morning cartoons, like, yeah. between, for the longest time. He does have feet, though. Yeah, he has feet. Okay, okay. So he still doesn't have hands, so he's going to need, like... So he probably, hopefully he's, he's live, he lives in some, uh, like country, not America with like, uh, pr healthcare, pu okay. public health, public healthcare. So he can get like, you know, uh, a helper monkey or, you know, whatever he needs to like, <laughs> to grab things, to go through him. his day. Or he might, an alien. He might he's already have, he, he, he might, I mean, how the fuck did he get here? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, his ship interfaces with, uh, his brain. Okay. Um, interesting well you know he was locked in jail for a short period of time in this video yes so i wonder if he just went back to jail like he didn't you know he, he still you think he's a, it's like oz he's like getting he's he stays in jail he's like oh this is how humans live i think it's very possible and maybe that's what he's, cause he's talking about because i mean i feel like prison more than any other place you are judged on skin color do you think he would have been talking about invisible fences in a place with so many real fences though hmm i feel like i don't know if he would have written this song in a prison no i don't think so either so maybe it's a prison of the mind. 
maybe we've uh, lobotomized him. Maybe <laughs> and fall, and make him fall in love with us. <laughs> yes, I get it. I get it. Uh, I don't know. No, I think he's a uh, he's in a uh, um what? like he gets taken to, like Area Fifty One or something. That's exactly what I was gonna right. say. Yeah. yeah, and they they put him in something where like it looks like a wide open space that he could just walk through forever. But when he gets to the edge, he could see that like the background is looping like a Flintstones cartoon. He knows mm-hmm. there are invisible walls here, right? An invisible right. fence. Um, yeah. Okay. I do. He's in the VR thing with the the walking. Yep, yep, uh, platform. And every hour on the hour, a leprechaun comes oh, into the room shit. and just attacks oh, him. No. He has to defend himself against <laughs> yes, a, a full on, a full on, pretty strong, a pretty strong buff leprechaun. <laughs> this dude's big. Uh, boy, oh boy, wild. Okay, yeah, I that, like that. That's, I think we've we've hit the nail on the head. So how does the? Oh yeah, that's. What about the songbird? Is that his only friend? Uh, I think the songbird may perhaps be... A glitch in the Matrix. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, he's in the Matrix. Sure, someone logging or in... Or using his, his, his battery to power all of Area 51 because his, his body is super efficient. Sure, you feed yeah. Him, you feed him one Mike and Ike and he can, power, he can power Area 51 Absolutely. For, for a week. I like that. Gosh, okay. our government's keeping a, a source of free energy from the people. So is this someone who's hacked Maybe into... Maybe Tesla has him. Hacked into Area 51 and appears as a songbird? Like, you gotta get yeah, out. Yeah, this is like fucking Elon Musk. Oh, you think that's who it is? You've got okay. to get out of there. Okay. Oh, that's how Elon talks. You got to get out of there. That's how Elon Musk <laughs> talks, right? Grimes, Grimes, help me! My head's stuck in the toilet again. <laughs> I'm getting sucked into this cereal box. <laughs> um. Okay. Good. Yeah. This is Gordon. Perfect. I lost my blood diamonds. <laughs> Grimes, help me! <laughs> All right. Hope we answered your question, Wheel. All right, Ev, now it's time to answer some questions from our friends, our fans, our lazy little laundry baskets. Mm. This is an email from our friend, Cliff. Hi, Cliff. It's one email, but it's got five questions. I think we're going to do rapid fire. That's how Cliff does it. That's That's how how Cliff rolls. Hi, boys. Hi, Cliff. After Evan called me a piece of shit. Do you think he's named by the Cliff Bar? uh, No, he was named because he fell off one as a baby. Uh, Oh, because he never has. Because he never has. (laughs) After Evan called me a piece of shit, I knew I had to come back with more nonsense questions. So it's post-pandemic and tours are starting back up. And surprise, BNL comes out with a new album and there's a song featuring Steve. What's the song about and does it pick up where Blame, Blam, and Snack Time left off for the sound of the band? And does Steve get the song to himself or is it a duet with Ed? Your favorite piece of shit, Cliff. Oh, so Steve's coming to onto the song. Yes, it's a Steve song. What does it sound like? Post-pandemic Steve song. I think that it's uh, Steve singing, but everyone else, all the other band is just, they're all doing mouth sounds. <gasps> Good. Love that. So it's like Tyler, like, <laughs> It's a beatbox. Okay, so it technically features all five ladies. Yeah, t- they're all doing it. They're sure. Doing it. It's just, and then Jim is like, boom, 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 so, boom, boom, and Kev's like, tinkle, 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 tinkle. So does it pick up on the sound of the band? No. no. Does it continue bearing a lady sound? No. no. It's something completely different and bad. Next question. Hi, boys. Cliff again. <laughs> Continuing on the train of my last question, Steve featuring on a song with the newest BNL release, BNL announces that album is the last BNL album before the band retires, and Steve is going on tour with them. But uh-oh, along the way, the band gets arrested. What is each member charged with, and what does each get as a prison nickname once they're inside? You can take the easy road and say Coke for... You can't take the easy road and say Coke for Steve. Excited to hear you agonize over prison nicknames, Cliff. Quick, prison nickname for BNL, boys. Ed, Go. Ed is blue old blue eyes. Uh-huh. And what did he get in jail for? He got in jail for a uh, chainsaw misuse. Okay, give me a boy. Uh, Jim. Jim. Jim's nickname is Skeletor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, he went to jail for crimes against humanity. <laughs> hey, give me one. Uh, Kev. Kev is in jail for just visiting. And his nickname is Little Peep. <laughs> because those are the only sounds he makes. Yeah. 
Ty. Ty is in jail for he's the warden. <laughs> and a his new name job is the, the warden. warden. <laughs> Great. Dear Evidence Saker, I write to you today with another bullshit question. Oh, poor Cliff. The Bandicoot, I think he wanted me to do these in five different, but they're a story, so I'm not going to do them in five different episodes. Plus, it's too many questions. The Bandicoot ladies have become way too into fan fiction. When their two-of-us driver rides into the night after each show, each member of the band, Steve included, this question is in the universe of my last two, is on some sort of device reading the fic of their choice. What type of device does each member use? What is their favorite fic? And what rating is it from G to triple X? This isn't for me. This is all for you, Cliff. So, uh, Steve is super into uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> and uh, he Why? only... He reads triple X rated Big Bad Beetleboards fiction. <laughs> triple Be- Big Bad Beetleboards slash fiction. Yeah, it's BBBXXX is yes. the name of the uh, the fanfic. Books. Yeah, What does Kev read? Kev reads The Fault in Our Stars fan fiction. So instead of the guy dying of cancer, he lives. And that's just it's just it. Amazing. Okay. And it's he reads really sad, really sad stuff that actually turns out okay. Triple X. He reads the uh here it's the buffet games, which is like the Hunger Games, except that everyone has enough to eat. Jesus Christ. Okay. And it's not post-apocalyptic. Yeah. It's just my trip to Golden Corral. Yeah. Is everything pre-apocalyptic? Yeah. Literally everything. everything. thus far has been pre-apocalyptic. Unless there was an apocalypse in the past that we don't know about, in which case our lives are Yeah, the, the biblical flood. What if we find evidence of an apocalypse in the past? We what have. What would that, you do? <laughs> <laughs> the dinosaurs. The thing that killed the dinosaurs. I guess so. Permian extinction. Tyler! Uh, so, only reads fiction about uh, Iron Chef. <laughs> it's uh, Iron Chef rated. And Iron Chef all, Morimoto and Bobby Flay. Yeah, but it's all G-rated fiction. It's literally just episode descriptions <laughs> of Iron Chef and episodes. And then Chairman Kaga said. <laughs> Alez Quizzy. <laughs> and then he took a bite of the pepper. Um, Jim. Jim reads just a series of numbers, <laughs> non-sequential numbers. Rated PG-13. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yes. It's not for kids. Who have we missed? Ed. Ed only reads... Uh, did just... we already do Ed? No, no. we did all the oh, boys okay. but Ed. Okay. Uh, Ed reads um, just Dragon Ball Z fan. Just straight up yeah, Dragon Ball Z fan. He's pretty into Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, he likes He's DBZ. always been... He's, you know, he's a traditionalist. Yeah. And then I think they're PG. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you can get not. a little bit, you can get a little wild with those right, guys, but right. you know, just just yeah, kissing. Goku's just, not fucking nobody. Just kissing. Yeah, he's, he's a child yeah. mentally. Gentlemen, during the ladies' stay in prison, uh, all the boys have had access to the prison library and now have a budding interest in a topic they haven't learned about before. Much like a college freshman who gets way into philosophy 101 but doesn't really quite get the nuance of it. What topic does each B-Nate get into, and how do they fundamentally misunderstand the concept? Can't wait for both of you to be eternally locked into podcasting forever, since someone has to have an active show on the Orange Groves cliff so what do they get into and how do they fundamentally Kev misunderstand gets it? into eugenics oh but for all the right reasons <laughs> he thinks it's eugenics and he thinks it's how to make people bigger yeah. he's tired of being so <laughs> small i wish i got butt because he's, he's trying to do weights and stuff like that and he just like <laughs> he like gets on the gets on the press and he like pushes with his hands and just you see him trembling and then all of a sudden you just hear twin snaps as oh, the ulnas no. in his arm just break every single bone yeah uh Kev is nope. Jim is getting really into Judaism, just Judaism <laughs> in general. 
Um, and uh, the thing is, uh, he just thinks it's about Hey Jude, the song by the Beatles. Yes. So he really yeah, loves the Beatles. He's, he's studying, yeah. Getting into Judaism. Ed is getting into architecture, but only monumental architecture because okay. he wants to raise statues. Sure, of himself. Self, or anyone, for egotist. that matter. Sure. Well, he wants to do, what he wants to do is uh, raise statues, but he wants to make them, of anybody, like George Washington or whatever, but he okay. wants to make them subtly look like him. Sure, yeah, so that our history is subtly edified. Yes. Yes. He Ed- calls it the edification, edification. of history, <laughs> yeah. Steve gets super into the Mega Man series of games, <laughs> but he fundamentally misunderstands it by thinking that Mega Man 5 is the best one in the series. Okay. <laughs> Tyler gets into monster trucks. Uh-huh. He thinks they're, the thing is, like, he thinks that they're literal monsters. Yeah, he's only ever watched the movie Monster Truck, <laughs> the one where the truck is a monster. Yeah, yeah, so he thinks, like, he's reading about monster trucks, and, you know, do you know they only, like, they can only go like a mile on a tank of gas. Wow, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, because they're just so big. They have yeah. to. Like, they can go. They, can, they can't go very far. Can it one? I wish one would run out of gas in the middle of a monster truck rally. That would be yeah, fun. like right in the air when it's jumping yeah. over like seventeen crushed yeah, up cars. Yeah, that that's what Tyler fun. thinks too. Oh, it's like I wish one of them would turn into a swarm of bats when it jumps <laughs> over the car. That's how he fundamentally misunderstands it. Guess who's back? Back again. Cliff is back. Hello, friends. Hi, Cliff. We are coming to the close of the Brandon Ladies AU, and this is one simple question. What happens to each of the BNL bunch after prison? Does anyone get out on parole early? Are any stuck there for life? Do any of them have an old Johnny Cash phase? Wrap up the Bare Good Ladies alternate universe with a nice bow for us. It's over. It's finally over. Cliff. So if you remember, um, Tyler is the warden. Yes. So he stays as long as they stay. Sure. He just wants to make, as as the band mom, he just wants to make them comfortable. Kev leaves right away because he's just visiting. (laughs) Right. I forgot that was his. So he goes back to, uh, you know, his mansion full of art. I've already forgotten what we put them in prison for. Uh, Jim Ed was, was crimes against humanity. Jim was Ed was chainsaw abuse. <laughs> That's right. Steve, I don't think we did anything for. I think we just skipped Steve. So Steve was there because of a, a filing mix-up. Yes. They meant to arrest yeah. the other Stephen Page. Yes. Uh, they meant to arrest Steve Book, but they got Stephen Page, Page instead. Yep. yep. Uh, well, Stephen Page is one of Steve Book's horcruxes. Yeah. So you have to get them all in jail before you can get them. That's right. Every- you have to arrest all, <laughs> all of these guys before you can put me in prison. 674 Stephen Pages yeah. to create the Stephen Book. Yes. Um, but they really did throw the book at him because Ooh. he's there for 25 years. They wanted to give their time themselves time long enough to catch the other Stephen Pages. Yes, that's correct. Got to uh, catch them all. Yes. Uh, did they ever catch them all? I don't think yes, so. Yes, I, I think they did, because that's his post-BNL life, is they uh, formed back into Steve Book, book. who's a giant Voltron, and then Kev is finally convinced that his eugenics has succeeded. <laughs> because I did it. A I did it. Stephen Book. Look at me, Dad. <laughs> uh, Ed gets out. Uh, Ed pays his bail uh, for chainsaw abuse. Um, well, he's in then, prison. This is post-trial, right? Uh, yeah. Ed probably oh, okay. gets out for good behavior. Sure, yeah, he's a good boy. But then, then he's like... Uh, it, like he goes back, go. He picks up his life right as right as he left off. He's he's doing some solo shows. Like BNL as a band no longer exists, right? Because you know you've got Stephen Book, you've got Kev out, and Tyler's the warden, and right. Jim is never getting out. Right? Crimes against humanity. Yeah. He's, he's he's there for life. He just dodged the electric chair. Seven life sentences. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Ed's just doing his own thing, and then one day he goes into his garage and looks over and just like does a double take, and you see hanging on the wall, right where he left it, his chainsaw, and then he goes wee. 
just so this slowly like lowers in and until it's just ed's face and the chainsaw on this frame then he looks at looks at the screen and gives, gives us a little wink and a smile love it and you love know it. you know he's gonna can't, he's gonna get back he's to gonna it. get back to his <laughs> chainsaw cliff thank you for your emails we appreciate them we hope we answered all of your questions <laughs> please don't do this again <laughs> Oh boy, Epo. Uh, That's the end of the Epo. How you feeling? Real tired, guys. Yeah, me too. I'm ready to be done. <laughs> Were you plugging anything this week? Uh, alternate alphabets. Oh, sweet. Uh, is this something that exists or something you're making up? No, oh, like, you know, like Japanese has like kanji and katakana and hiragana. Oh, okay. Like, uh, Americans only we only have one alphabet. We have pictograms. If I draw a picture, of oh yeah, house, we like emojis. Oh, emojis. Yeah, I guess that's an alternate alphabet. Yeah, for us. absolutely. So there we go. You're Those. plugging emojis. Yeah, you can say anything you want in emoji. They did come out with like a... You can say anything you want in emoji. <laughs> Okie dokie, big man. Uh, they're coming up with like 25 new emojis. The emoji council. Did you know there's an emoji council? Yeah. That's fucked up. That has to approve emojis. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're, they're in that movie, the emoji movie. <sighs> Sir Patrick Stewart. Plays the shit, my friend. Um, I'm going to plug... It's time for a rewatch of the Emoji Movie. Everybody, get on HBO Max. <laughs> rewatch the Emoji, emoji movie. movie. Let's give them the old IBD bump. That's what we like Let's, to call it. In let the them biz. show the numbers that yeah, we want. Spike the Two Emoji Movie to come out. Uh, yeah, that's Two Emoji, Two Furious. Mm, he tried real hard. I'm Saker. I'm Evan, and we'll see you again in one, one week. week.